0: That took us into this new year. I praise you, Lord. Thank you, Father, for this new podcast, the very first one in the year 2022. Speak to us, o Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. So, I want to welcome you to the year 2022. Um, I know it's been a challenging time for every one of us all over the world, yet it is the faithfulness of God that has kept us thus far and for him to grant us access into 2022 it is because he has something in mind for your life and for my life and it is my prayer that we will journey through this year with a sense of mission and with a sense of purpose so in this new year our first podcast series is titled abide in christ and um, Towards the end of the year, I think probably from October or so, I was looking at John 15. Um, I think from early October or September now, I was studying John 15 and um, it was a time of blessedness for me. So I just felt I would be sharing this with us even in the very beginning of the year. So as we have passed from 2021 into 2022, I felt the Lord want me to say to you, abide in Christ. There are winds blowing here and there, there are storms, and it's as if the tide is going to get higher. And it's for me, I see God saying there is the need to constantly abide in Christ. So that is what we'll be looking at, even in this short series. We are going to journey through this series for the next five days, so invite your friends, invite your loved ones, send this podcast to your loved ones, and let us all together keep ourselves abiding even in christ if you have any need to contact us do feel free to contact us on plus four four seven nine four four three nine eight four one five or go to our website www.oakofrighteousness.co.uk and go on our contact us page so on women in revival podcast this very new year the year 2022 i want us to look at abiding christ many of us has many things that we are abiding in but there is only one constant everything will change honestly but the only constant is god himself and he's beckoning you he's beckoning me to come and abide in him you know towards the end of 2021 the last few weeks maybe the last two weeks I started studying launching into the deep the need to allow myself to be more deeply rooted in him that if he is going to send me out to launch me out into the deep there is the need to launch into him you know the bible says the deep calls on to the deep so i am still saying god singing for this first podcast series say to the women that will be listening to you that in this year 2022 there is the need to abide in christ we need to station ourselves inside christ not just on christ but in him so let's read john 15 verse 1 and verse 5 and john 15 1 and 5 says i am the true vine and my father is the gardener verse 5 says i am the vine you are the branches if you remain in me And I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Are you saying? So why am I sharing this with you today? On this series, Abide in Christ, today we are looking at the true vine versus the counterfeit vine. As we've all come into the year 22, we need to know Christ is the true vine. And there are counterfeit vines. And many of us, we've dwelt under counterfeit vines so in this john 15 the very first verse jesus himself says i am the true vine so if the lord jesus is saying to you that he is the true vine that tells you there are counterfeits there are caricatures so jesus says you need to know that i jesus is the true vine And in verse 5, it says, I am the vine, you are the branches. So, if Jesus is the true vine, that means I must be a true branch inside him. There are counterfeit branches and there are counterfeit vines. You know, sometimes you come across some flowers, they look so beautiful, and you're like, oh, this is so beautiful. Only for you to come closer to it or to touch it, then you realize that they're actually fake. They are not real, they are plastics. And there are plastic christians there are non-genuine christians there are counterfeit christians there are things that are counterfeit that women are soaking themselves are soaking their lives in and jesus says if you are going to get real in this year 2022 there is the need for you to do what to know that there is a true vine and there is a counterfeit so as you go there by day seeking friendship as you go there by day seeking to live life it keep your mind with this in this new year 2022 that you will come across the counterfeit but note this i and i only is the true vine says the lord jesus i am the true vine that is the true saying of the lord jesus and if he is saying to you that he is the true vine is also keeping your mind to know that there are counterfeit vines and you need to be careful to make sure you are not dwelling on counterfeit vines and in proverbs 23 verse 23 the bible says "Buy the truth and do not sell it wisdom instruction and insight as well i'm not going to go to the other part but it says by the truth jesus is the true vine so jesus says i am offering you myself by me there is the need to own jesus this year 2022 it's as if jesus is saying i the true vine I'm offering myself to you. You know, it's rather unfortunate that women, we've abode for years under counterfeit vines, the vines of our social medias, the vines of friends, the vines of our vocations, and the various vines where we are taking fulfillment from, instead of taking fulfillment from God himself. And Jesus says, we need to set our priority right. Abide in me, the true vine so there are counterfeit vines but there is only one true vine and that true vine is the lord jesus and i want to challenge you as i close this short episode do you know the true vine or have you been journeying for years with counterfeit vines maybe you say i go to church i was born in church you know i was brought up in church but have you at any moment in your life Giving your life to the Lord Jesus, the true vine. Going to church, going to meetings, going to activities, being born in church, being raised in church could be a way of counterfeit vines and being honest. It's not enough to go to church, it's not enough to be raised in church, it's not enough to be involved in activities. Do you know the true vine? The one who gives nourishment the one who gave his very life in order to ransom you if you don't know him this is an opportunity to come to know Christ the true vine so that in him you will take true nourishment in him you will bear true fruit in him you will be the true wife the true mother the true sister the true you and I'm praying that you will come and put your hope your trust maybe once in the past you gave your life to him then now you are struggling your christian life is not what it ought to be this is another opportunity that christ is offering you to come into him the true vine maybe you have been taken away by all sorts of counterfeit vines christ himself is coming back offering himself to you saying i am the true vine and i'm offering myself to you would you use this opportunity to accept Christ, the true vine, into your life. There is no better time to give your life to the Lord other than now, the very beginning of the new year. Shall we pray together? Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this dear friend who is going to this particular series of podcasts. I'm praying that you will bring her to yourself as she yields her heart to you and seeking to have you in her life as a true authentic vine maybe she has given herself away to many men she's been seeking authentication from others but today you are saying i am the true authenticator that you need please bring this one into a union with yourself thank you lord amen if you have any need to contact us do contact us again on plus four four seven nine four four three nine eight four one five You can contact us via WhatsApp or go on our website uk and let us hear you and we'll be happy to follow up with you. Father, thank you once again for the continuity of this series of podcasts. I'm praying that your presence will abide with us indeed. In Jesus' name, Amen. So I want to welcome you back to the Women in Revival podcast. We are still on the series, Abide in Christ. There is no better time for us to encourage and charge each other to abide, to be rooted, to be grounded, to dwell inside Christ. I don't know what you may have dwelt in in the last couple of months, weeks, and years. But in this year, 2022, there is the need to abide in Him. And yesterday, the Lord was saying to us that this is the reason why He is calling you to abide in Him. It is because there are counterfeit vines. And these counterfeit vines will look attractive. They will look dependable, but actually, they are counterfeit. They will destroy your life. And he was saying to you that he and he alone is the true vine. And some of you can identify with this. Some of you have gotten yourself into relationships that you ought not to have gotten into at the first instance. And at this junction, you are regretting. So Christ has come again, even at the very beginning of this year, to say, woman, abide in me. There are counterfeit vines. And because we are living in the end times, You know, things will get worse. There will be more counterfeit issues, counterfeit things, counterfeit people coming out here and there. The world will be offering us solutions, ideas, the crisis. There is the need for you to know me, the true vine, and to abide inside me, the true vine. There is the need for you to take direction for me, the true vine if you missed yesterday episode please go back to our website www.oakofrighteousness.co.uk there you will get the last episode and many other series invite people to go through this together and share together and discuss together so today if you have any need of counsel or you need to contact us do do go on our website oakofrighteousness.co.uk and go on our contact us page amen So today we want to look at how do we abide in him, how to abide in him, how to abide in Christ, your prayer life. If the Lord is inviting and asking us to abide in him, I believe there is a need for us to know then how do we abide in Christ even in this very new year. So how to abide in Christ, your prayer life. You see, what I'm dealing with is not abide on him but in him there is a difference between in and on why both are prepositions but they are two different things you can abide on something and yet not abiding in that thing so jesus is not seeking women who will keep abiding on him but he seeks women who will abide in him you see jumping from activities to another activity is a means of abiding on him you know listening to podcasts even women in revival podcast as good as it is is only a means to abide on him do you know why you are only feasting on what other people have already found out from the lord you are being handed second-hand information Christ wants you to abide in Him. So we want to look at your prayer life, and I want us to go back to that John chapter 15, and this time we read verse 4 to 7. Then we read a couple other scriptures. It says I'll read both from the New, uh, New International Version and the King James Version. First from the King James that says, "Abide in Me, and." I in you. Are you seeing what the Lord is saying? Abide in me and now we also abide in you. What God is saying is let's be intertwined. Let's get into each other. And it goes on as a branch cannot bear fruit of itself. Except it abide in the vine, no more can ye. Except ye abide in me. I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit, for without me you can do nothing. If a man abide not in, him, in me, he is cast forth as a branch and is withered, and men gather them and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. If ye abide in me, and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what you will and it sh- shall be done unto you. So you see, Jesus says, abide in me, and I will also abide in you. As a branch, as a true branch, you cannot bear the true fruit without abiding in the true vine. So if you are a branch of Jesus, there is the need to abide inside him. And then he says, look, if you are not abiding in me, then you will be cast out. You will be as a branch that is cast out, that is withered. Then you become withered. And unfortunately, we have many withered Christians. Many Christians in church, but they are spiritually dead. He says, so such Christians will be gathered by men. So such Christians, they move with the world. They move with what is going on. They move with what is functioning in the world. They are not swift to hear God anymore. And in the verse 7, Jesus says, if you abide in me and my words abide in you then you will ask because we are looking at how do you abide in him and we said your prayer life if you look at the niv i love the beginning of the niv in verse 4 it says remain in me as i also remain in you so there is the need to remain in christ and he remains in you if you are not going to be a withered christian there is the need to make sure your prayer life in this year, 2022, is such that is on fire. And that can only be as you engage Christ day by day. What is prayer? Prayer is just a time where you talk to the Lord. You pour out your heart to Him. You share your thoughts with Him and He listens to you that's why psalm chapter 5 verse 3 it says in the niv in the morning lord you hear my voice in the morning i lay my request before you and wait expectantly so prayer you you ought to start your day in prayer don't good let this new year pass through just like that again let every day of your life start by god hearing your voice this is very very important don't let any day pass by without God hearing your voice you can't afford to do that so in the morning why why is it very important to start to start your day to start your day in prayer in the morning is because your day starts in the morning and spending time in the place of prayer in the morning is a kind of way of um of laying down your life at his feet and let him order your step. so you wake up in the morning as you wake up the first person you talk to is the lord so you pray you talk to him the way you talk to your husbands or to your children or to your friends you just talk to him so you tell him thank you god for waking me up this morning thank you for today you know things like that so prayer is just a way of talking of communicating, of pouring out your heart to the Lord. And to be honest with you, you don't have to speak it out. You can pray silently within your heart. So you need to have a consecrated time, a set apart time in the morning where you pray. I'm not going to say it must be the um, same time every time, or else some of you will struggle, isn't it? So what matters is that as you wake up in the morning, you begin your time. With God in the place of prayer, so that is your way of abiding in Him. don't be don't be in a haste to leave your home without spending good quality time with the Lord. This is very, very important in the morning, Lord, you hear my voice in the morning, I lay my request before you and wait expectantly. so that is prayer. prayer is a means of opening your mouth and telling God the issues of your heart, be it positive or negative. And let me read it in the King James Version. It says, My voice shall thou hear in the morning, O Lord. In the morning will I direct my prayer unto thee, and will look up. So that is it. That is a way of abiding. You know, where you are not praying, it's actually pride that keeps you from praying. Sometimes you say, oh, I'm so busy with this, busy with that. There should be no business in this year 2022 that should keep you away from the true vine. So go to him. Start your day with him. I'm not talking about praying with your husband for sin in the morning. No. Your, your relationship with God, it's individual. So you must first engage God. Talk to the Lord. Thank him. Confess your sin to him. Pour out your heart to him. Ask him to keep you. For the day ahead, so abide in him as you spend daily time with the Lord in the place of prayer. And when you finish praying, it is also right to spend a little bit of time to wait on him, to just be quiet, to be silent before him. You see, that's psalm 5 verse 3 that I read, the latter part says, and wait expectantly, and wait expectantly. So pray, sometimes you need to be quiet and let God speak to you. It is very, very important. Even our Lord Jesus exemplified this art of praying, of going to the Lord early in the morning. In Mark chapter 1 verse 35 we read, And in the morning, rising up a great while, before day he went out, and departed into a solitary place, and there prayed. And the NIV says, very early in the morning while it was still dark jesus got up left the house and went up to a solitary place where he prayed so jesus who is the true vine came in human form to this earth and he showed us an example of what it means to abide in god so how do we abide in him through our prayer so very early in the morning the lord jesus himself the bible says he got up he left the house and he went off to a quiet place, a solitary place, and there he prayed. So you can't tell me you have Jesus inside you if you are not maintaining a daily time of prayer with him. I'm not talking about being religious now. I want to talk to the one I love. I'm a married woman. I love talking to my husband constantly. We love talking. My children, we love communicating every now and then. So If you love the Lord, there is no way you will tell me you are struggling in your prayer life. Then you probably need to look at your priorities. What are you prioritizing? Do you prioritize your time in prayer above all else? And you will find out that if you give it that priority, start with few minutes every day. And as you do that, it builds up. It is very, very important to dwell in the place of prayer on a daily basis. The tide is high. The days we are living in are trying are trying times. They are difficult times. And we cannot go it alone without abiding in His presence. So apart from praying constantly, praying without ceasing all day through. But there is the need to have a particular time when you wake up in the morning. The first person you turn to in your heart, it is the Lord and you pray. I'm praying that you will find this very useful in this new year. You will spend Deliberate time, even in God's presence. I love this scripture in um, Psalm eighty-four. Psalm eighty-four, verse three and four says, "Even this sparrow has found a home, and the swallow a nest for herself, where she may have her young. A place near your altar." You see, Lord Almighty, my King and my God. This is the sparrow. Even the sparrow is so wise to find a place at God's altar. So have a personal altar, a personal place where you pray, where you talk to God every day in the morning. If you now look at the verse, for it, it says, "Blessed are those who dwell in your house; they are ever praising you." So there is the need to spend that time in the place of prayer on a daily basis, commune with your God, and He is ever ready to hear you. Amen. Father God, thank you once again for the continuity of this series. And I'm praying that you will help us beyond the podcast to indeed take up the things you are sharing with us. In Jesus' name. Amen. So welcome back to the Women in Revival podcast. We are still on the series Abide in Christ. I hope you are abiding in Him in the place of prayer. And I'm praying that the Lord will help you to be rooted and more grounded in Him. Yesterday, we looked at how to abide in Christ and we said our prayer life. While we thank God for prayer meetings, group meetings, then your personal prayer life, you cannot take it for granted. It is actually hypocritical to be conducting group prayers, to go and be leading good prayers, to be joining group prayers here and there, when you actually, you are not spending time with your father, with the one who told you that he is a true man. It is very very important to cultivate it is a discipline to cultivate and i know as women we can be very busy i know if you leave me to myself even in my own home to be honest i can find things to do from morning to evening so it has to be a discipline and you have to see the priority the need for it to spend that deliberate time even in the place of prayer And today we are looking at the other part of it also, how to abide in Christ, your time in the word. Um, I know one thing also with women is that we can be very prayerful. Sometimes you hear women, I pray three hours, I pray four hours, or I just find reading the Bible so difficult. And my question is, if you find reading the Bible so difficult, so what are you praying about? Because we are to pray the word of God. If you are not spending time in the word of God, you will pray amiss. So another way to abide in Christ in this year, 2022, is the need for you to abide in God's word. If you are that type of woman who don't have time to study, to take time alone in the word, then you have that priority this year. It is very, very, very important. You can't tell me you are abiding in Christ if you are not spending time in the word of God. Maybe you have many meetings that you join, maybe you lead many meetings, you prepare to lead meetings, that's good. But that is not good enough. You need to take time to listen to God just to feed your own own soul. Not because you have a platform that you needed to go and stand upon, that you needed to go and share on. No, you need to abide in the word of God as a means of fellowshipping with the Trinity. So let us go back to that John chapter 15 Today again we we'll probably read verse four to seven and a few other scriptures, and it says, "Remain in me." I'm reading the NIV. "Remain in me, as I also remain, remain in you." The King James says, "Abide in me, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except, except it abide in the vine. No more can ye, except ye abide in me." I am the true vine. Ye are the branches. He that abideth in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me ye can do nothing. If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch and is withered. And men gather them and cast them into the fire and they are born. Seven, if ye abide in me and my words, that's where I'm going, and my words abide in you. Ye shall ask what you will and it shall be done unto you. Are you seeing prayer and the word of God, they are two sisters. They go hand in hand. You can't do one and throw another, uh, the other away. So in verse 7, Jesus, the true verse says, if you abide in me, this is how you will know you are abiding in me. As my words abide in you. So there is a need to create deliberate time. Just like we were saying yesterday, you need to create deliberate time to pray The same thing, you need to create deliberate time to spend time reading the word, studying the word. Jesus says, when you allow this word to abide in you, then you will ask. Because you won't be asking amiss, you will be asking based on the word of God. So, how do you spend time in God's word? Just like I said yesterday, you have to create deliberate time. It will not happen accidentally, I'm telling you. And as the woman in the house, the Bible says it's the wise woman that builds her home. It is the woman that builds. And you cannot build if you are not yet built. If you are not built up, how do you build others? How do you build your children? So this is the need. This is the reason why you need to spend time in the word of God. It won't happen accidentally. You have to deliberately, you have to take the the taking in of God's word as a priority for your life. So that means you need to create time. Having prayed, sit down and carry your Bible. Maybe you want to start from Matthew this year or from Genesis. Read through, there is a reading through. Some people just read through the Bible a year. I don't do that. I have a time, my evening readings are a time of just reading through. So apart from that, I deliberately sit down to study because that's where I get deeper. And while cooking sometimes in the kitchen, I also listen through and every morning I start my day by listening to Proverbs a proverb a day so find a means to make sure you are getting in the word get yourself a journal journal what you are learning as you read through take time find time to sit down to study to write notes to look at what it may be a verse a day it may be two verses it may be three verses whatever so there is the need to get the word into your hearts and also memorize the bible this year look at few verses that you may be able to commit to memory that will help you that's part of my goal this year my goal this year is to go through some books of the bible or chapters of the bible that i've memorized in the past that i've put aside that i'm nearly forgetting them so i i'm going to kind of doing a reviver. <laughs> I'm going to go through them this year. Last year, I said I want to memorize Luke 24. And you know, I, it, I, I did it. The Lord helped me. So you need to commit your heart to doing these things. Unless you prioritize it, it doesn't happen by accident. So Jesus says, when you abide in me and my words abide in you. This is very, very important. And I want us to quickly look at something about the word of God in proverbs 22 verse 19 to 20, it says that thy trust may be in the lord i have meant to thee i have made known to thee this day even today i have not i written to thee? excellent things and counsels and knowledge are you saying when you take time in god's word as you are abiding in christ through his word you know what is that god is making known to you even deep things of himself so that verse 20 says, Have I not written to thee excellent things in counsels and knowledge? So when you get to sit down, to dwell inside God through His word, you get to know excellent things in counsel. So sometimes what I have studied is what I offer to people who are seeking counsel. So you get excellent things in counsel, excellent things in knowledge. Sometimes I've seen people that all they know, all they say, it's what they have learned from people. The languages they say here and there is what they have heard people say. Yet there is more and more of God that we haven't accessed. So it says, I've, have not I written to the excellent things and counsels and knowledge? The Bible from Genesis to the Revelation is full of excellent things and counsels. They are God's love letter to you. So spend time in them. Don't be content that you are listening to podcasts don't be content that you are joining bible study if bible study is not pushing you to a place of growing further and further into christ then i question that bible study if you are content in hopping from meetings onto meetings and you have no time to grow you know like the burying christian then i question whatsoever you are committing your time to so there is the need whatsoever you are learning outside your personal time with god must be taking you to seek the word again and again so the the bible is full of excellent things in counsel counsel for your own life counsel for your children counsel for your husband if you are married counsel for your friends counsel for you as a single woman counsel for you in every areas of life counsel for the needy people that will come your way so there are excellent things of counsel locked up in Genesis to Revelation. There are excellent things of knowledge that are locked up, even in the Bible. Unfortunately, many of us we are not accessing it because we are so busy. We are like that child that the father left with billions of pounds and never get to access it and live a life of poverty. And that is the type of life many Christians are living. So if you look at the verse 21, it went on and say, that I might make thee know the certainty of the words of truth. Are you saying? Jesus told us in John 15 verse 1 that he is a true vine. And he's saying, in my love letter to you, from Genesis to Revelation, are excellent things of counsel and knowledge. And the reason why I've put this there for you is that I will make known to you certainty of the words of truth. The Bible is the word of truth. There is no other place that you will find truth like the Bible. And it says, so that you will answer the words of truth to them that send unto you. I love this. So that means, as I spend time in God's word, I become wiser and wiser. I will become full of knowledge about God and about issues of life that as I'm sent for, as I'm called for, either to come and speak at a meeting, either to come and attend to an issue, either to come and give counsel, maybe I'm doing a premarital counsel, maybe I'm doing a marriage counseling, maybe I'm talking to a parent, whatsoever. What I will be able to offer, they will be words of truth, counsels of truth, words of knowledge, words of certainty, It's what you'll be able to offer to people. So, do you see that we are missing out if you are not spending time in God's word? And again, how do you do this? Isaiah fifty-four verse four says, "The Lord God hath given me the tongue of the learned, that I should know how to speak a word in season to him that is weary." He wakeneth m- morning by morning, he wakeneth mine ear to hear as the learned. Are you seeing? Let me read it from the NIV. The sovereign Lord has given me a well-instructed tongue. How does this happen? As you spend time in God's word and it goes on to know the word that sustains the weary the past two years for all of us all over the world has been years have been days weeks months and years of weariness isn't it we have been battling the covid i'd to talk of many of our own personal challenges but the Bible says God instructs us. He gives us the tongue of the instructed or the tongue of the learned so that we can know the words that sustain the weary. Maybe you are the weary you find. I, I can't tell you many times that the word of God has sustained me in my weariness. It wakens me. How? Morning by morning. It wakens my ear to listen like one well being instructed. So, if you are not turning to God's word, the Bible won't flip open accidentally for you. It wakens me. So, when the Lord wakes you up in the morning, the privilege to be woken up, to be amongst the living, having thanked God for that, having prayed, then open up your Bible. Morning by morning. It is a daily thing. You can't say, well, because I don't usually have time, you know. I just do my study in, in bulk. you ever heard such things i've heard people say that that you know i just take a day off so i know that this saturday from two to six is my study time you don't bulk eat you don't tell me well i've not eaten from monday to friday so all the food i didn't eat monday to friday i will just sit down on saturday and i will eat it no working with god is not like that abiding in christ is not like that it is morning by morning it is moment by moment. so there is the need to start your day in god's word and in prayer i know maybe due to your season of life or whatever maybe you don't, you won't have the proper time to soak in into God's word, what I usually cancel is, no matter what, even if it's listening through the Bible, that morning do so, then at your leisure time, maybe when you are on break at work, devote half an hour at work, to now sitting down, to look at maybe what you listen to, and jot down you can keep digital notes you can, whatever, whatever you can do so, but there is the need to make it constant, to make it regular, morning by morning. And it is my prayer that as you abide in Christ in this year 2022, in prayer and in His Word, may you discover excellent things of counsel, of knowledge. May you be that woman who can give godly counsel to your husband, to your children, to your friends, that you will be that single woman. Who will receive strength even in the midst of your weariness? Amen. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for the continuity of this series. We are grateful for all you shared with us throughout the previous episodes. Do speak your heart to us again in Jesus' name. Amen. So I want to welcome you back to the Women in Revival podcast. And we are still on the series, Abide in Christ. It is a, should I say, a commandment it is god's instruction to you and i even in this year 2022 to abide in him it doesn't matter where you are in your walk with him but it matters that you continue to dwell in him take life cues take life um, direction from him as you abide in him so yesterday we were looking at how do we abide in him so we're looking at abiding in him even through your time in the word. The day before, we looked at abiding in him through your prayer life. So we said these two goes together. You can't do one and abandon the other. So your prayer life and your study life is very, very important in the matter of abiding in Christ. The only instrument God has given to us for our pruning, for our growth, for our whatsoever, his word so we can't throw away the word of god and not just the word of god that you are hearing people preach but the need for you to sit down with the bible and learn the bible let the holy spirit of god speak to you also whatsoever you are hearing through preachers podcasts and the likes let them take you further to a personal time even in god's word and as you do so then you begin to apply the things you are learning to your daily life that is how you continue to abide and bear fruit to his glory if you have any need of counseling or any questions do feel free to contact us on okofrighteousness.co.uk go on our contact us page or send us a whatsapp on plus four four seven nine four four three nine eight four one five so today, day four of this series, Abide in Christ, I just want to give you a few tips to abiding in Christ. Tips to abiding in Christ. And I'm going to read Matthew 19 verse 21. And Matthew 19 21 says, Jesus said unto him, If thou wilt be perfect, go and sell all that thou hast, and give to the poor, and thou shalt have treasure in heaven, and come and follow me. That was the King James Version. The good news says, Jesus said to him, if you want to be perfect, go and sell all you have. Actually, that's all I want. Go and sell all you have. And the New Living Translation says, Jesus told him, if you want to be perfect, go and sell all your possessions. Now, this is the story of the rich young ruler who came to Jesus, you know. And at the end of their discussion, this was what Jesus said to him, go and sell all you have. Yeah, the Old Mark Christian Standard Bible says, if you want to be perfect, Jesus said to him, go sell your belongings. Are you saying? So there is a the need to sell and the contemporary English says, Jesus replied, if you want to be perfect, go sell everything you own. So the tip that I want to say to you that I just want to give you just few tips is the need to sell the things that you have and what do i mean by these things that occupies your time what are the things that in the past couple of weeks months or years usually keep you away from a consistent prayer life from a consistent time in the world you need to sit down look at your day what are the things you spend most of your time on i do this i look at something i say, lord no i'm spending too much time on this It, i can't continue doing this so there is the need to sell those things give them up so scrutinize your activities look at what are the things you need to stop what are the things you need to take away even some good things anything that is not allowing you to grow in that personal relationship with god is worth throwing away now you say ah okay what is uh, dream is my own husband are you telling me i can't throw my husband away that's not what i'm talking about I'm not saying divorce your husband. I'm not saying don't minister to the need of your husband. But if you sit down and look at your daily activities, you know that your husband is not the one injuring you. There are other things that are occupying your time. So look at it. Take day off uh, technology. Sometimes for two days or a few days, I turn off my phone. You can't get me on my phone. I just say to myself, you are not important that people can do without talking to you on phone or chatting you sending you messages and indeed i'm not important life goes on people move on whether reaching me on phone or not reaching me on phone so turn off your phone some days reflect manage your social media how often do you go on your social media there are people that i've seen that even in group group um maybe like whatsapp groups I've noticed that there are some people they don't check their WhatsApp group yeah, their WhatsApp groups maybe until a certain time of the day or until a certain day in a week. Some only go there once a week. What a discipline. I wish I have such I have such discipline. I am constantly on my own WhatsApp because I have many groups that I manage. But even with that, I have to be wise as to what to do. They cannot encroach my personal time with the Lord. No. For me personally, which you may not necessarily get me in the early hours of the day. Maybe until 9, 10. Having done my quiet time, I probably need to help my daughter with her schoolwork, do school assembly, have one-on-one time with her, you know, things like that, whatsoever. So, I discipline myself. So, for you to continue to abide in him what my day may be may not be what yours is so you need to scrutinize your day maybe you are a working class woman you have to go to work and you've got children to get ready for school and all of this so sit down look at your daily activities look at where you can cut a little bit of time to spend time with God in prayer and in the word it is possible if you put your mind to it so the challenge the tips that i'm giving you is the need to scrutinize your activities you need to learn to say no to some offers. they tell you this is our will you come and join us you are there or another one you are there oh there's this prayer group you are there there is this bible study group you are there there is this book club you are there there is this gym you are there everything you are there you are like matter ever busy yet you are never at the feet of the lord it should it shouldn't be like that anymore so scrutinize your activities cut away as i relate with women honestly one of the things that i even this year my women's group one of the things i'm doing this year my our bible study is limited i've cut down on bible studies with women if all we keep doing is to be doing bible study and women cannot grow outside bible study then i question that bible study honestly My goal is not to keep having women coming here and there. I want to see them grow. I want to see them telling me, oh, I spent time in the world. Oh, Deborah, do you know the Lord was sharing this script? I want them to engage me with God's word. And that can only come as I give them breathing space. I've seen situations where people keep occupying people with activities and activities and activities and sometimes people are content to occupy us with activities. So you are the one who needs to evaluate your life and put off and put away things, activities, events that you need to put off so that you can have good quality time with the Lord there is the need to spend that time in prayer in the word then you'll be able to apply so when you are now asked to anchor a group or anchor a meeting or lead a session in church or whatsoever it will be out of your abiding in him when situation faces you you'll be able to handle them better because you are a woman of his presence so evaluate how you have abode so far also so maybe you've been abiding look at it You can never tell me that, oh, I have come to the climax of my work with God. Or maybe I shouldn't say that. But for me, me, I tell you, if I evaluate my work with God, I'm not sure if I've reached a percent of what my life ought to reach in Him. There is a depth of Him that I haven't accessed. So evaluate where you are. Maybe before you were spending 10 minutes in prayer. So look at it this year. How is it this year? Is it continuing 10 minutes or have you gone back to five minutes? Has it increased? Evaluate. I don't like living life adversely. I love looking at what I'm doing, you know, accessing, evaluating my journey, my family life, everything and see where am I lacking? What am I doing that I ought not to be doing? What is the Lord saying in this this season of my life? So evaluate how you have abode so far and the results. And what the Lord, how the Lord might help you further. I'm sure if you do this, you will find your personal journey with the Lord more fruitful. As you do this, you will find your engaging God, your abiding in Him, more fruitful and more enjoyable. You will find yourself discovering things that are beyond your imagination. As I raise children, for me, that is priority their ability to know that they can engage god in prayer and in the word thank god for all i may teach them in life one thing that i want to leave them with is the need to engage god through his word and through prayer by the help of the holy spirit and he is available to each and every one of us so i'm praying that you will look at these tips and if it is uh, maybe you don't know how to progress in studying the Word, then seek help i've done this with a few ladies in the past there are study tools that you can use there are various study methods that you can use reach out ask for help there are various study methods that you can use gradually till you grow some start with daily devotions if that is what will help you for now till you graduate from that into studying the word verse by verse or whatsoever then start somewhere what I'm getting at is the need to start somewhere. Or maybe you are saying, whenever I read the Bible, and don't understand. Maybe you need someone to work with you. One of my projects this year is to engage in one-to-one, going through the epistles, the pastoral epistles with a few ladies. You know, and I know I am the one who will benefit most from it because I'm going to learn from various women. So reach out. Ask someone, please, can you walk with me through the Bible? You know, that's discipleship. So don't just sit down and be content with where you are in your walk with God so maybe you are like oh I'm just stuck. sometimes the Bible is not coming alive sometimes it might be worth it maybe you've been going through a particular book of the Bible sometimes it's 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 worth it to have a detour you know to stop where you are and maybe look at a Bible character maybe you are going through matthew chapter 4 or matthew this or any particular book of the bible and you just feel stuck it's worth just passing you know and maybe go back and look at a life that god's talking in the bible and you know as you look at that you can find encouragement and fresh fire to move on then you go back to where you were. so allow the holy spirit to just help you and like i said reach out ask for help the lord has provided us with people who can help us in our journey and i'm praying that you will make good use of these tips and if there is a particular time that is not working for you look for another time it's not religion it is a relationship it is a call to abide in him if you can't do your quiet your study time in the morning if it is afternoon if it is evening just start that for me that is the most important for now start and let it be consistent And as time goes on, you may be able to be having it in the morning. So I pray the Lord will help you to be a woman of His presence in this year 2022 as you abide and continue to abide in Him. Amen. So, Heavenly Father, thank you so much for all you've helped us thus far, even throughout this series. I'm praying that as we bring this series to a close today, your Holy Spirit will equip our hearts, equip our mind, Father, and that indeed we'll be challenged to be women of your presence, women who are abiding even in you. Thank you, Lord. Amen. So, thank you so much for following us to the end of this particular series of Women in Revival podcast abide in Christ. It is the Lord's heart for you in this year. Don't allow anything to take you away from Him. There is a the need to be rooted and more grounded even in Christ who is the true vine. Don't let counterfeits lure you away from the true vine. And I know that as you abide in Him, we make Himself known to you more and more. If you need to contact us, do feel free to go to our website, www.orgoffrightousness.co.uk or contact us contact us on plus +447944398415. So today as we finish this series, I want us to look at the benefit of abiding in Christ. To be honest personally, this is what I have come to know. That to be honest with myself what I have discovered is that my entire work with God actually is not about benefiting God he is, is sufficient in himself with me or without me he is all sufficient so if he is saying to me abide in me in prayer in your study of the word in living out the truth that you have learned in my word actually is for my own benefit. God who calls us to himself. Has not called us in vain. So are there benefits. To a life that abide in Christ. I say yes. I tell you my life is a living testimony. To the faithfulness of God. To lives that are dwelling in his presence. So in that John chapter 15 verse 2. It says. Every branch in me that bear enough fruit. It takes away. And every brand that beareth fruit, he it that it may bring forth more fruit. Are you saying when we abide in him, not just feasting on him, not just fe- feeding on him, but we are dwelling inside him? Then we give him that privilege, that access to take away anything that is not of him in our character, in our attitudes, doctrines that are contrary to his doctrines, he cut them off behavior that are not in line with his behavior you will see him begin to address them as you abide in him i can't tell you many times that i've come to the place of the world and i see him addressing serious matter begin to say this area now people may look and say like, that's not big debate for me and him, he is saying no and i can't thank, thank god enough for that so it takes away things attitude that are not in line with his It says he cuts off the NIV he cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit while every branch that does bear fruit he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful and so he prunes you he prunes your life there are um things he'll be placing his hands on upon your life you will see some aspects some way that you talk some things that you pursue there will be some friendship that will be saying this no That no. You will see him saying the way you talk to your friend, I don't like it. The way you talk to your husband, no. The way you relate to your mother, to your father, no. That happens as you continue to abide in him. He purges you. He prunes you. He cuts off things that are not in line with him. Show me a Christian that is not growing. I tell you, such is a Christian that is not abiding in God's presence. If you are abiding, you will be a growing Christian in every aspect of life and also in that same john 15 verse 7 it says if you abide in me and my words abide in you you shall ask what you will and it shall be done unto you are you saying so another benefit is that of answered prayer he will hear our cry and he answers I'm remembering a scripture in Jeremiah 33 I believe verse 3 where it says call unto me and I will show you great and mighty things so as we approach him in the place of prayer we ask and he will answer and I think it's also Matthew 7 verse from verse 7 that says ask shall be given unto you seek you will find knock the door shall be opened that is the great privilege we have as we continue to abide in his word live a life that is consistent even with the truth of his word when my words abide in you, you will ask what you will, you will ask what you will, and it will be done for you. So that means you have access to God. You can tell him what bothers you. You can tell tell him what gladdens your heart, and uh, you can ask him issues that you you don't fully understand, and he will answer you. Says whatever you ask, he will do unto you. When you allow his words to abide in you so that is why you spend time in the world and live out the world then you come to the place of prayer and pray out the word you see god at work and finally psalm 91 verse 1 says he that dwelleth in the secret place of the most High shall abide under the shadow of the almighty if you go through the whole of that psalm 91 you know i guess this is one of the chapters that people have dwelt on in the last couple of years then the last two years And it's not just in the recitation alone. There is the need to dwell in God's word, to dwell in the place of prayer, and to live a life that is consistent with the word of God in this year 2022. The tide is high, like I'm saying. We are living in the last days, honestly. The last of the last days, they say. So there is the need to be a woman who is constantly dwelling in the secret place. There are issues facing our children. There are issues that have been introduced in our children's schools, in our world, that unless we are abiding in his presence, we'll be carried away with the tide. I have seen things, you know, I remember homeschooling my children. I remember issues that will be discussed even in Christian homeschool groups, things that are indeed, they are true, they are happening. And sometimes. We respond by, you know, going to protest, signing this, signing that. For me, I have to quieten my heart first and go before the Lord and see the way God sits first. So it is as we dwell in the secret place of the Most High that we find um, His shadow to protect us. His thought becomes our thoughts. We know His will. We know His will, way for our lives and that of those that He has given us. So it is my prayer. That in this year, 2022, you will not throw away this divine privilege of being a woman of his presence. Of being a woman who is abiding even in him. And Jeremiah chapter 23. Yes, I think we should read Jeremiah 23 verse 22 says, But if they had stood in my council, this is the NIV, they would have proclaimed my words to my people and would have turned them from their evil ways and from their evil deeds. Are you seeing? So we live in a generation where people are following evil. But it is women, men, people who are standing in God's council meeting that God will share his thoughts with. You know, just like we were seeing the other day, even from the book of Proverbs chapter 20 to verse 19 to 21 we get counsel of wisdom we get excellent words excellent truth from his word we'll be able to receive we'll be able to go and proclaim his words to his people and people will be able to turn we'll be able to call our children and talk to them and they will be able to yield these these are some of the benefits that we actually get even from abiding in his his presence You know, it keeps us as we continue to abide in him, as we continue to abide in his presence. And I'm praying that you and I will be a woman who takes Christ serious in this year 2022. May your prayer life, may your study life take a new shape. May you be more rooted and more grounded in him. You know, read godly books, good Christian books that will edify you even in this year 2022 read books that shows you what Christ did in his atoning work on the cross read books that talks about godly womanhood, read books that talks about motherhood parenting, Just, just read books that are written by people who are also abiding even in God's presence in Christ and not just feeding on him and I'm praying that you will be that woman that abides in him and not just on him Amén.